Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. We're going to head straight back to Mount Isa this morning and things are improving there, but there was the, last week it looked like that the whole town would run out of food. Um, you know, they were cut off both sides. Um, there was some real concern and there's some concern for far north Queensland in the sense of Burketown once again getting saturated twice in a year. Uh, Rob Carter joins us this morning. Uh, Rob, no one ever in any way doesn't want the rain in your neck of the woods. And a wet season is a wet season. But gee whiz, the last fortnight, it's been just bloody unbelievable in your neck of the woods. Yeah, mate. And um, who would have thought, you know, if you're living in Burketown, um, <laughs> just talking to me or any camp last night, and, you know, facing the same thing, you know, 12 months down the track, it's, um, you'd never think. And you, you sort of think some of those events are once in a lifetime. So yeah, it's been it's been real mixed emotions because you saw everything on the coast, the cyclones hit up the far north, and I hate to say it, but a lot of the time you're sort of looking forward to cyclones. You know they bring a bit of weather inland across the um, Great Dividing Range, and you can sometimes get some weather out of it, and uh, that happened. But crikey, we got it in spades this year, and um, yeah, hit inspected all through that um, Downs country through to um, the top of the channel, so. Uh, down towards McKinlake Kainuna and um, smash through there. Haven't been up to the Gulf yet to have a look, but uh, just been on the phone to them. And yeah, poor old Tim and uh, Jim Wilson at Toronto Roadhouse, who got absolutely smashed, wiped out better than um, anyone last year in those Gulf floods. And the water's right up and the Nicholson again on them. And um, I was told last night that some of the some of the uh, levels, I think it was in the Nicholson at the mouth, were higher than what they were in that that big flood. But you haven't got all the other um, systems running into it this time, which hasn't uh, so downstream it hasn't caused the carnage that it did last year. So a lot happened in Dobbo, and um, certainly down that um, Kynan and McKinlay area, there's there's a hell of a lot of damage on places, and um, they'll be flood fencing and, and rebuilding water and stock water improvements for a very long time. Can you believe that we got to the situation in your town that you almost ran out of food, and how serious right. was it? <laughs> well. I mean, you can speak to that on a number of levels because, you know, the KAP was sort of, well, ever since our existence, it's it's always been such a focus. And, you know, these global markets and free trade now, it's all just-in-time supply. So, it's um, you know, we just have no self-sufficiency anymore in this country. And, and um, you take that right down on a micro scale, like you get a highway cut off for a day or two in the supermarket shells and I mean literally bare um, there was one funny thing on Instagram though a local was showing in Coles and it you know went um, viral on Instagram and they're saying um, everything was bare and like literally everything bare the meat section the fruit and veg section frozen goods section except the plant-based food it was all still there <laughs> I couldn't believe it I actually saw it I, I saw a bloke walking around and he went through dog food he went through bread every little bit and then there was a full yeah. section in Mount Isa, and it was all the plant-based food. I thought that was a really, really. If the bloke hadn't dropped f bombs, it would have gone viral. But his language, <laughs> his language involved in it, 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 it spoke, it spoke volumes of just how full on it is, mate. Yeah. Towns like this just get forgotten about, and I mean this. I understand this is the drama. We're, we're now looking down the barrel of an election at the end of the year. Um, yep. Stephen Miles is promising everybody everything. We're a rental. We're going to be rental ease in the cities. Our health, like, 
I get that he's on the campaign. Yeah. But the bottom line is we had a 70-year-old woman stabbed in Red Bank Plains on Saturday night with a six-year-old daughter, a granddaughter, witnessing mm. over a bloody car, over a bloody car. Yeah. Now, this just doesn't happen only in Brisbane. It's happening everywhere. The youth crime situation, if I could ask, if anybody says to me, talks about youth crime, I say, well, Rob Catter brought this up six, seven years ago. I said, this, this has been going on. This isn't just now the last 12 months. Yeah, You've been you dealing with this in Townsville, Mount Isa, every mm. single part of your electorate for, for more time than you could ever poke a stick at. Now, I've yeah. just got to the point where I, I, you want to fix this state, people need to feel safe in living it. A grandmother going to buy some groceries at 6pm at night at Red Bank Plains Plaza. Red, I've got family that own a business in there, a hairdressing salon in there, right? And they get stabbed. She gets murdered for a car that she didn't even own. It was a daughter's. Like, we're, we're getting to the point of ridiculous. Yeah, mate. Um, and you, you're dead right, I could, you know... Um We've got to feel safe, Rob. We've got to feel safe. Yeah, you could see this coming a mile off. Um, Yeah, five, seven years ago, it was starting to really blow up and you could just see it and you knew it's only going to get worse, which it has. Um, Some nitwit was on the radio last week saying, oh, some of the numbers are looking promising. Some of the activity's gone down. And that's ridiculous. They say that out here sometimes and it just means you put some of the bad kids away for three months, four months, and then they come back and it starts all over again. Like, seriously, you're getting the root cause of the problem. And um, disappointingly, that Di Farmer, the minister, um, you know, she went on and said something stupid last week saying, oh, we're not even looking at um, alternate sentencing methods. Yeah. You know, something can offer a kid the real consequence, even though I've had a meeting with her and the Premier and the now Premier, Steve Moore's about trying to deliver it. Um, they're still trying to walk away from other options. And to his credit, Stephen Miles said, look, we're willing to look at anything. So, And as did the Premier. So, um, you know, Di Farmer gets the Youth Justice Minister gets out and says, no, no, we've, we've got this covered, presumably because she's trying to fight off the Greens in her own seat. So, you know, I, how I read into that is she'd rather um, save her own seat than try and help Queenslanders or help people like that mother that got stabbed uh, yeah. to death. So, mate, um, until these kids see there's real consequence, I mean, it's got to the point, I think, and this sounds pretty um, pretty strong, but it's got to the point where nothing less than the Premier saying, you know, you, you people out there, protect yourselves. If we can't get the police there, you protect yourselves, and whatever it takes, we'll be there to protect you, uh, League, even if we have to retrospectively introduce laws. But we need to send a signal to these kids and these offenders, and, um, and that's, you know... When they say the market needs a signal, uh, well, these kids, uh, the crime market needs a signal uh, from the from the government. They're saying we're coming after you, and it's going to be hard, and, and you're not going to like it. So, um, you know, if we just don't get those, and all all the tinkering around the edges is um, is not going to work. And as you say, sharing the sharing the populace with pennies from heaven, yeah, uh, that's not a tough cut at this election either. You can't just build more sports stadiums and build more bloody parkland and throw money at things um, to win people over when people get stabbed in the street. Unbelievable. Um, look, I, I'm with you. Um, I, I just can't get over the situation we're in. We have so many other th- situations going on. We've got um, legislation that is just out of control, and I understand that you guys are going in to fight with that. Um, 
everybody talking about what a good job people are doing, the government are doing, mate, we've got people being murdered in the streets, we've got people not feeling safe, we've got industries, we've got industry at the moment on its knees, small business on its knees, the fishing industry on its knees, and, and it'll be very interesting to see what kind of relief in far north Queensland that they are getting. Can I just touch on one more thing with you? The Foley Shield, and I don't know if you've been briefed about this by the, the QRL, but the ARLC, the Australian Rugby League Commission, have pulled funding on the Foley Shield. Now, I know one of your dad's proudest moments is playing Foley Shield. It's a rugby league yep. tournament. Um, Arch Foley was a legend, and I did an uh, editorial on it last week. When big business starts pulling money and funding out of the bush, which is what is happening at the moment, that is a massive concern. Now, the QRL yep. have said, we're going on with this. We don't give a crap. We're going to pay it out of our yeah. own money. But the fact that they don't think it, it, it lines up with their game and the state of their game, that is the concern for me. Yeah, mate. Look, QRL have just, um, you know, they've, they've been, um, I've been so happy with the attitude they've taken towards country. We had Ben Iken out here before Christmas in Mount Isa. We haven't had shots of him riding the mower oh, Mount yeah. Isa Rugby League. Um, that's what we got in Queensland. The NRL are going taking holidays over Las Vegas. Nice to have, but um, I'm not too sure what the point of all that is, but pretty sure that some of that money would be better off coming back to grassroots. And um, look, Foley Shield, is, it's almost, it's a quasi-religion out here. Um, and, I, you know, it's not... Mount Isa Foley Shield is no more, um, but in North Queensland, it's just a, it's still revered and it's still talked about, and um, and it's it's something that uh, we still have in the north. We don't have it out in the northwest because it's not strong enough to leak out here, but on the coast, um, it's massive, mate. And um, you know, there's a lot of players with a perfect, you know, didn't make it in the NRL, but you really wanted to do something with footy in your life, and that was that was the thing you could do. And uh, I was lucky enough to play Foley Shield and it's probably the biggest thing ever done in league. And look, I, I, I just, I don't know, it's just ripping out the heart and soul of Burn, um, that, that oh, just um, ridiculous. institution of yeah. rugby league here in the North. And, <laughs> um, and I, you know, as I understand, that's a direct consequence of just uh, being bled from funding from the NRL. So Australian rugby league really, um, really need to have a good hard look at themselves, mate. And, um, very, very disappointed. And, and look, I don't know a lot about the game at the top level, but I just I cannot see how you can be talking about Bush and the Foley Shield and going on a holiday to Las Vegas for the players and the officials. Yeah, you're dead right, Rob. We're going to take a break. Appreciate your time. Best of luck and thank you. And our thoughts are with everybody in Far North Queensland at the moment going through this. Robbie Catter, um, the member for Trago, we'll talk to him again. This is Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network.